Hello and welcome to another episode of Lights Camera Conversation. You're joined by me, your host, Lottie. We've also got Sam and David. The full crew are here this week. And we're chatting the A to the Z of all things film and TV. So there's a huge amount of terminology, I guess, isn't there, guys, in our industry? And we thought A to Z of things that kind of relate to our industry. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, technical terms that we've, we can... Uh, touch upon I'll say some obvious ones um, there might be one or two silly ones but you know that's what we do here and I think they're relevant so they're going in okay so what did everyone put down for a then I thought this was a really obvious one being a camera company I put uh, well see I know what you guys are going for but I actually put Adobe oh snap. Mm. Oh, you, oh you see you editors see I put aperture yeah, still yeah. camera, the camera side of things. I thought you would have put aperture. <laughs> Adobe, for anyone who doesn't know, is all well, the software we use, like mm -hmm. Adobe Premiere Pro, After Effects, Photoshop, uh, Media Encoder, yeah. After Effects, Acrobat, Acrobat, so it's all there. Okay, B. You always need one of these bad boys. A banana. Yeah, you always need a banana on a shoe for sure, but. Backlight? Oh, yeah, you do need a backlight. Oh. <laughs> I put battery. Oh, okay. I mean, that's, yeah. <laughs> Without a battery, we ain't going nowhere. Yeah, no, that's true. Plenty of batteries, especially when you're on any shoe, really, don't you? Always have extras. I can see, David, that that's also in your list. Nice. Always thinking mm -hmm. camera. So, Sam, what did you put for C? Uh, you've just said it, camera. Kind camera, of a, kind of an David. obvious one, but camera. Well, cards, cards, memory cards to uh, film on and record the data. Yeah, I put camera as well. It's all mm. going to be things camera related. Yeah. So, how about D? Um, director of photography. Mm. Mm, I got that. Well, director, but yeah. I put DSLR, which feels a bit mm. boring in comparison to. Um, director but yes it's different yeah and that's it it's the type of cameras isn't it that we use or at least it's one of the type of cameras that we use is all sorts out there but dslr also used for photography as well as video mm. what about uh for e e echo mm. echo echo oh, yes echo effects that's the one of the filters <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i i put editing oh yeah Oh yeah, that's the most obvious one for me. But that is obvious. Exposure. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Camera one, yeah. That's outside yeah. the box. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's, it's not, always but... a crucial thing, isn't it? Mm. That's the big thing that we've always got to get right. Have you set that exposure properly? So it makes the editing process easier. Look at that, threes yes. all in one go. <laughs> okay, F. Go on, David. F. Uh, I've seen your list. It's a bit of a cheat, so I've got to try and quickly think of something else. For Ooh, I'm not sure. Come back to me. Let me quickly think of one. Sam? Uh, I've got two. I've got footage and yeah. format. Oh, yeah. Mm. That's it. Footage and format, both um, key. 
what format is your footage in? And another thing to consider is frame rate, which is what I thought about. Mm. The frame rate, which is all to do with, David, can you explain that? You're the editor here. Frame rate, uh, frames per second. Yes, so it's how many frames the camera is recording per second. So usually just general live action movement is 25 frames a second. Uh, if you're gonna do slow motion half the speed, it would, it would change to 50 frames a second. So there's more frames, so more information, so it can show more, so it looks appears slower. So if you use a slower, you want something, the more frames it needs. So if you were, if you wanted to film like a lightning, a lightning strike, you'd need like 10,000 or 50,000 frames a second, so you'd actually wow. see it. That would be a cool camera to get, a super, super, super slow-mo camera. Expensive, probably. Yeah, very expensive. So, David, F. F. Uh, yeah, uh, but I think on film, as oh, in yeah. like film negative film strip, which not many people use now, especially in kind of what we do. It's only mainly sort of feature films and independent films that can still have access, probably usually hiring it, uh, a film camera, either a 35mm, 16, Super 16. They still shoot a lot in film now, don't they? Yeah. Still. Tarantino does. The last time I, we sh I shot something on film with some of the guys. Uh, it was from college, I think it was 2008. It's because we won won a prize for a, um, some competition, and we had, I think it was about a thousand pounds worth of hire vouchers from Ari, and as well as loads of film stock and free processing. So we went and shot some stuff on film for like a few weekends. But if we hadn't won that, we would never have done that. We would have just shot on digital. So it's kind of a dying thing, but it does have this quality and this texture and this um, you know, look to it. That, it's still digital, it's hard to replicate. Mm. Yeah, it's a nice feel, isn't it? It makes it feel authentic, I guess. So G. Well, I've got two. Go on then. I've got grade, as in colour grading. Like you kind of go back to it earlier, if you're exposing something, something's underexposed or overexposed, still got to correct the colours a bit and the, um, the highs, the lows, mids. Yeah. And also sensitive lighting, gels. Oh yeah, to change gel. the color of the light. If you, put, if you you know if you want it to make it look more blue, stick on a blue gel or red, and so on. I love a few gels. See, that gels were also used where you would have different types of lighting sources. So you put your gels on. You needed to create more of a daylight look. You put more blues in there rather than your kind of oranges, depending if you know if you had a tungsten light and needed to make it look a bit more daylight. It's all the, the, the trickery behind the background. What about you, Sam? What did you get for Gene? Graphics. Yeah. Mm. Nice, yeah. Big part of what we do, isn't it? Yeah, animation and all that, yeah. Kind of encompasses everything. It's in video production, most of editing. There's always gonna be a graphic, it's the title card or something, that counts as a graphic, doesn't it? So, yeah, Maybe. kind of everywhere. Mm. I put gear down because we carry a lot of gear. We're always lugging uh, gear around, certainly on shoots. Collective term for all yeah. of our little bits and bobs. Yeah, get the gear, move the gear, pick up the gear, get the gear out of the car. And so yeah, on. it's all about the gear. H, 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 H. H264. <laughs> oh, I got that one. I was thinking, uh, but no one's going to get this one. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Letters in you both. H two six four. And and now or well, coming up soon is H two six six. Wow. Which kind of explains to people it's it's a codec. What is a codec? It is one of the it's a type of format that 
the file the video file is so it's quite small files h264 65 or 66 uh, and many cameras shoot in that format and it allows you to have kind of that good high quality look and feel but not tons and tons and tons of megs and gigs yeah and the new h266 which isn't quite out yet but it's been announced will be for things like 4k and 8k resolution it's going to half the file size is going to be half but still keep the quality and one of the reasons doing that is because a lot of people are streaming they want to stream higher quality resolution uh, films and tv series so they and obviously there's more demand for it so all the networks are struggling so if you have a file system files are half the size what they are now you can get a lot more to people quicker and everyone's happy and continue to pay their subscriptions every month sounds techie <laughs> h.264 i put high viz because oh, we're, we're, we're always we love a little bit of high viz here and um, we've always got a bit of high viz on we're out and about on the site manufacturing engineering whip that high viz bad boy on make sure he's safe be safe be seen so it's a big part of our um kit really these days isn't it guys mm. yeah kind of one of the most important things really yeah i uh i put import oh yeah that's that's like a lot of well editors are always importing footage that's the first thing you do otherwise you can't actually do anything exactly yeah what are you guys? Uh, I've got a similar thing. What's the terminology is indexing, which is mm -hmm. kind of like when you sort when you've got all the footage, uh, a lot of times we'll I'll index it, we'll kind of go through every shot and rename it. So you kind of can find it straight away. Rather than having a, a huge folder of files that are named random numbers and letters. Nice. I actually don't have one for I. All I can mm. think of is in Indiana Jones, and I feel like I'm put on the spot right now. <laughs> <laughs> Indiana Jones is a film, tenuous link. Um, I haven't got that post-production brain that you guys do. So I know I'm kind of looking around our studio right now, thinking, mm, "What what begins with an I that I can put in here?" But um, I can't really think of anything. That was the best I could come up with. Let down. So on to J. Sam, got anything with J? JPEG, which is of course type of file format for like images and so on that you use uh, in graphics, editing, and all that. An obvious one. Kind of not even just filmmaking; it's in a lot of different areas. But uh, you see a lot of JPEGs in editing. Yeah, it's a good one. I couldn't think of one on my list, but right in front of me now is a Jaws and Jurassic Park poster. So I'll, That's such a cheat, I'll nick those. That's such a cheat. Well, Lottie, I'm Using... throwing star leaves from you. <laughs> well, I put jacket um, because um, I just got thinking about more about, you know, when we do shoots outside. Um, it seemed an obvious one, but I think sometimes on, on shoots, you don't always think about, you, what you do have to think about is where are you going to be filming? Like what conditions? A lot of the time we do film indoors, but there are shoots that you do outdoors and shoots that you do in winter and having a good jacket, but also the whole work, you know, hat, gloves, make sure you're warm. Cause there's a lot of standing about in what we do, isn't there? Like particularly if you're planning a shop or things like that. So 
Always need a good jacket, one that's waterproof as well, and will keep you warm in those those long shoot days. Mm, indeed. Oh, sorry. Yes, no, still me. Um, Kay. Kay. I'll let you guys go first. I've Ooh, I got a really technical one. Technical. I was thinking like you guys, editor. Mm. I put down Kelvin. Now, Kelvin is the temperature of the light, which is, um, yeah, if you're into lighting, you're going to be thinking about Kelvin and what Kelvin it is. If it's daylight, I don't know, what's that, 5,200, something like that, off the top of my head? That sounds very technical. I don't even know how I possibly know that. But Kelvin, yeah, is all to do with how the, the light temperature is measured. Is it a cooler looking light or is it a warmer looking light? So daylight is much on, more on the cooler spectrum. And tungsten, sort of indoor lighting, is on the warmer side. Kelvin. Sam? I kind of cheated with this one and I put Kubrick. <laughs> Stanley Kubrick. Because right. he's, I guess he's like the most famous... But that's all right. And you refer to him as director, yeah. I guess. Yeah. He inspires a lot of people. He inspires a lot of filmmakers. So I felt I could have got away with that one. <laughs> yeah, you got away with it. He's, mm. He's quality, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and me to round off the K, uh, kettle. The kettle is often on numerous times a day to make <laughs> some sort of hot beverage. Are you making those hot beverages, though, David? Yes, I made. I made <laughs> he never does. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's got one of those people in the office that doesn't make the tea. Well, just now I said I could get on, but I hadn't actually done it. <laughs> We're only teasing you. We're only teasing you. Okay, next one. Sam, hit us off. Lighting for L, which is kind of an obvious one again, but does begin with L, so. I put light. Mm. I got light. Did you put the same? Uh, no, I've got LED, which is what lights are these now. Yeah, it's a Little light. Box. That is a light. LED, though. LCD screen. Yeah. LEDs are absolutely brilliant. I love LED lighting. It's it's brilliant. Turn it up, turn it down. Can you explain what LED lighting is? So anyone doesn't know. I can't well, how do you... explain that. Explain <laughs> the, the, the light is made up of lots of little lights. Yeah, That that's make it. up one big light. Yeah. So it's like a panel, like a square or rectangle. It reminds me of those little honeycomb beehive things. Yep. We use them a lot, don't we, LEDs? We like pretty mm. much the, most of the lighting in our studio is LED. Yep. And now a lot of office lighting is LED, which is news to our ears. So back in the day when you'd be white balancing, which is just trying to make everything look white, um, you'd always have to balance, you know, you're always trying to get the true whites and they'd always have this horrible fluorescent lighting that's got this pinky tint. Whereas now, most of it's daylight balance, which makes our job a lot easier. So I've just thought of another L. It's a very geeky uh, editing one. L on a keyboard actually plays things at a faster speed when you're watching something back. Ooh, I could have done yeah. with that tip. I could have done with that tip a few weeks ago, David. Yeah, L's faster and then J would... Jay is like, but playing it backwards. Ah, so oh, you can make everyone down. speak in. That's it. Quicker and back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what M? Monitor. Oh yeah. Monitor, monitor, monitor. That's all we do. Monitor everything. Sound mm. monitoring. 
visual monitoring. You need a great monitor so you can just see what's going on. And it's ideal as well if clients are sort of watching, looking over the shoulder, they want to sort of see what shots you've got set up and get them to check and sign off their happy as you go. Monitor is definitely a key key piece of kit, I would say, for us. Got Sam, you try um, first. an obscure one if you've I said motion graphics. Oh. If you're busy graphics, that's an earlier put with motion on the front. Moving graphics, moving graphics. Yeah. I've got, well, my obvious one is microphone. Oh, yeah. What are you using now? Uh, and more obscure ones, matte box, which is more for something that you see on a film camera, which goes on the front of the lens where you can put in different filters or a hood to block out light, lights coming too much from like the sun, you can, it's like a little visor going on, and the map box is something you can slide various filters into. I always think they make cameras look a lot bigger and more impressive. They've got a little map box on there. Suddenly oh, yeah. you've yeah. taken a little camera and made it look like a big studio camera. So, so N, N, N. Mm. I haven't got an N, so I'm gonna have to think of one on the spot. So you guys go first. I've kind of got one, but I don't know about it. I put narration. Yeah. That's, oh, that's a great one. Yeah. A lot of the videos we need has got the voiceover that carries the narration, or when yeah. you're editing an interview, you've still got creative narrative narration. Um, I've got ND filter. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Again, you go actually, um, digital cameras. A lot of them have it built in. Yeah, it's just a button you can click and it just kind of adds like basically sunglasses to the lens and various different types. So if it's really bright up, you now usually if you're outside on a sunny day, it gets too much for the, your lens to handle. So you just whack on a ND filter of some sort. <laughs> Neutral density, which is actually what the ND stands Neutral. I can't think of an N. So another film. Say another film. <laughs> oh, or so TV many. series you're talking about yesterday, Netflix. And Netflix. Well, <laughs> love it. Oh, yeah. Netflix. There's Netflix. Narcos was what I was talking about, which is a great, um, a great program about the um, um, Babalo Escobar. It was um, brilliant, kind of. Well, not a documentary. It's obviously a drama, but they they play a lot of real footage, which is quite harrowing, actually. In that. And serious, but it's well worth watching if you're into your crime and um, sort of drug stuff, you'll like it. Cool. What about uh, I struggled with this one and it's kind of a cheat, but it does kind of go towards it. So when you're marketing uh, your video, or your film, you have to optimize it. Indeed, you do via mm. uh, SEO, social media, all that. Basically, yeah. marketing, yeah. So, Big part of nice. your role, isn't it? All the mm. YouTube SEO. Where would we be without that? Indeed. So optimization. What about you guys? Well, I put on off, which is a, this oh, which is <laughs> I just it was the first thing that came to my mind. I was like on off on <laughs> off. That that's that's oh that works. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> At its basic level, it works. Yeah, well, mine's similar, which is open. <laughs> open a project, open a file. Yeah. Open a 
box for kids. <laughs> <laughs> That's really desperate. Yeah, I feel like we scrape in the barrel a little bit. <laughs> Oscar. So we did a skit. We did our skit, didn't we? Our parody of the Oscar. Yeah. And obviously Oscars does link to film and TV industry. Yeah. So P, yeah. P. I mean, I feel like there's loads for this because I've got a couple. Go on then. Um, but I'll say these ones because they're all kind of together. Uh, pre-production, production, post-production. Yep. Yeah. All the three, the three P's, the key processes. So pre-production is all about the planning. As they say, piss-poor planning leads to poor performance. I think that was like five <laughs> P's. <laughs> Never heard that one. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of one of those, isn't it? But yeah, pre-production is it is probably I would say the maybe post-production is the biggest part. But I would say pre-production more so than the production because production should be simple, i.e., the shoot or the animation. By the time you get there, all your planning work's done, all your script, all your storyboards done. It's just about shooting it and then get it straight into post-production, which is obviously all the editing, grading, and finishing touches. Mm. What about you, David? Um, again, three letters. PPE. Ooh, a bit of PPE. What does PPE stand for, everyone? Personal Protective Equipment. equipment. Yes. Which <laughs> we wear on basically every, pretty much. I feel that is a cheat, though, David, because we have had high-vis, which is PPE. But it begins with a different letter. So. It does, but it's somewhat the same thing. I've done two of the same thing though, kind of. So that's true. Okay, I'll let you off. I just put people because without people, really, where would we be? That's the best one of today. People, yeah, it's basic. But I was thinking people are such a massive part of our shoots, whether that's the crew whether that's someone we're interviewing, whether that's someone that is doing a, you know, a, a narration, a narrative, whether you're just watching, observing people working. Um, obviously, we do a lot of processes and products, but people are really the thing that I think brings it to life. Indeed. So, yeah. It's all about the people. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Q. Quiet. Quiet. <laughs> Quiet. Quiet. Shh. Oh, guys, be quiet yeah. on the set. Yeah. Yeah, there's always that, isn't there? Shut up! In a polite way to your clients and other people. Uh, I, I didn't have one. I've kind of just come up with it in the last 30 <laughs> seconds. Um, but when you are After Effects and you are rendering your projects and you've got more than one, you put them in a queue. That's right. Yeah. You do. Yeah. Queue. The old mm. render queue. It's quite handy, that, isn't it, in the software? Because it the queue, how it works, I guess, to explain is if you're still wanting to use the editing software, so say you're working on multiple videos, you can put it in the queue so it will render and get processed and still allow you to work in the software. So it's, it's an ideal thing, really. It's helpful in terms of our workflow, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. I've got questions because... Questions, certainly in my role, I'm always sort of questioning, questioning people, and um, certainly in an interview um, sort of setup. So it's all about questions, Q and A. 
Well, uh, my one on cues kind of segues into the, to the next one, R, which is render. I've got render for that one. Yep, rendering is a key part. Mm -hmm. What's rendering, David? Explain it. Rendering. You're the tech boff. Uh, if you've got, like in the editing software, if you've got a sequence of all your shots, titles and whatever, you've got to get it off there. And instead of it being maybe 100 or 200 in separate things on that timeline, you've got to get it to create one file. So rendering is basically the software putting it all together to make video clip or motion graphics clip or whatever it is. Definitely. Rendering in 3D takes forever. That's why you've got to have a lot of high-powered machines and multiple machines so they can do lots of different parts of the rendering. Yeah, I mean, our 3D animators aren't here to chat about rendering, but that is always their thing. Oh, it's about the rendering. Got to set it on overnight and leave it just so the machines can deal deal with it and the, the pure volume that needs to get rendered. So, Yeah, if you talk about rendering... And it's the crazy, a crazy way I think of it is things like uh, nearly 20 years ago, I remember something similar like in Lord of the Rings that the rendering of Gollum, the CGI character, it was about 24 hours to render one frame. Oh, that is mega. So that's why they've got multiple computers all rendering like a frame each. But yeah, still, they do, yeah. So they all got, so a computer is rendering one frame and so they, when they, well, see, that's why I call it like a, a rendering farm. Yeah, because there's hundreds farm. of them. So yeah. it's, you know, let's say render, which we got a lot of information like that. Obviously, it's much quicker now, but it still takes a long time. It's like any like Pixar or Disney, 100% 3D animations take pre, you know, four or five years to make. What did you get for R? Uh, I hadn't got anything yet. I'm trying to think. I put replay because replay. replay, like action replay, you know, or you're replaying. Um, so you shot your clip, you just want to replay it. You know, just check that technically it looks okay and you've got the shot and you've got enough cut time. Um, useful feature on our cameras, really. I've got one now. Something of in Premiere Pro. It's probably been on editing as well. It's replace media, which is very oh, yeah. useful if you've got like a temporary music track or an old logo and it's on multiple sequences and the client gives you the new music or the new logo. You just go to replace media and it just replaces it everywhere on all the sequences so you don't have to manually go and do them all individually mm. yeah definitely well s yes mm. s s subway subway you used to go to subway a lot for lunch <laughs> obviously they're not like not much the last few months but, i know yeah. you're getting them in every I've day today. i've been today you're yeah. getting them in all the time at the moment it's like you've not been able to get to the old subway so straight in there making up for it yeah. get a foot long get it going on <laughs> yeah we do love a little bit of the subway don't we we've got a, we've got one nearby um because there's nothing else here really by our offices unless we wanted to go into town but generally don't have enough time well i put saturation which is a type of color grade Indeed. Mm, kind of bumping up the colours and all that makes things look a bit more brighter. We don't want to do it too much because it can look really sunny. That's the word I call it. it looks really looks. Yeah. I don't know. It's a lot of orange as well. A lot of oranges and reds, and it can. And then what uh, happens if you take out all the saturation, take it to zero? It just goes very uh, black, and, black white. and white, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. That's it. Fake, fake black and white. Yeah. 
Mm. We've not really shot anything in black and white, I don't think. I think we put some footage in black and white for a safety video that we did as like part of a reconstruction. That was quite fun to do because you don't really get to play with that sort of stuff that much. But it'd be nice if we shot something in black and white just to make it a bit different. I don't know what though. I'd have to maybe be a bit more artistic. I think you do have to you do have to kind of change your settings a bit. Mm. You know, because you're, you're seeing it, unless your monitor can give you like uh, a black and white straight on what it's meant to look like. I think some films that were sh are shot on black and white, like film, are kind of lit a bit different because you play more with silhouettes and less kind of colours to make things stand out. Mm. I think. I read. Well, I've got a couple. I've thought of a couple now for S. Having had nothing on my list, so script, storyboard, and songs. So it's all about how you store. Oh, and story. It's all about how it all comes together. So storytelling is a massive part of what we like to do, and certainly storytelling helps to engage videos. You need a script and a storyboard so you know what story you're telling, and you've got to have the music in there. So songs, you know, or a, a track soundtrack let's say um is always something that needs to be considered because that's kind of one of the finishing touches and just helps lift the video at the end that's a good one a couple of good ones t literally <clears throat> t yeah t is a good one i've got treatment something you do when you kind of get the work getting early stages of a project like the brief you create a treatment of what goes on when or what's about? I've got, I've got a tripod and teleprompter. Oh, yeah, teleprompter. I thought about that one. That's always a good one, handy one. And tripod, where would you be without that mm. for the locked off steady shots? Yeah, it's uh, kind of the, the big one. You got the monopod as well, I've them, but there's the, uh, the tripod's the more common one, hold it more steady. Nicely done. Um, you. You. Unicorn. Uh, umbrellas. <laughs> mm, interesting. Umbrella, umbrella to hold the, over cameras, which I did recently. Someone held an umbrella over me whilst I was filming in the rain. Well, over the camera, and I happened to be operating it. Yeah, they do come in handy, actually. If you've just got that little mm. bit of weather, bad weather coming in, you've just got to quickly get a shot outside. I have had a few instances i think with umbrellas over the years i put upload oh yeah. nice mm. upload to the cloud or not the cloud the cloud youtube all your socials all that yeah it's three really good answers there everybody how about <laughs> i've got a good one i'll let you guys go first lottie Oh, putting me on the spot. What's on my list? Nothing. Or Sam. Visual. Oh, I'd have to one. say visual or vision. Um, yeah, it's. I guess it's just a bit of a cheat, isn't it? But visuals is the the area of work that we work in. Um, you know, if we didn't, we'd be radio. <laughs> well, um, I put. I kind of put a, a different a surname of this earlier, but voiceover. It's a good one. Yeah, a lot of mostly uh, kind of 3D, 2D stuff that we do. 
as voiceover, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's gotta 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 have that really to tell the story. We well, can use text, but that, yeah. I think it's nice having a voiceover on there. Yeah, you get a lot more information over quickly through. Yeah. I have two V's. Um, slightly going back to ND, it's very ND, which is a lens cover or a lens, a filter you can stick on the end of the lens. It's the best way to describe it. It's kind of two two filters in one. The one bit is locked to the lens and the other bit is kind of loose so you can screw it and it changes. It's like having clear one and one that's like sunglasses and the more you turn it, the darker it gets. They're quite clever, aren't yeah. they? They are yeah. really... You can hold it up yeah. to your eye and do it. You can just see it I changing. Know, it's amazing. Going, oh, is that shaking up? I know, because it doesn't even look like there's two pieces of glass where there must be inside. Yeah, it's two, you know. It's amazing. So that's a really quick thing. It's quicker to do that manually when you're out like filming in the sun than going into the settings of the camera and trying to change the f-stop or exposure iris or anything like that just quickly manually oh yeah that's better and as they say always get it right in camera so you don't yeah. rely on post you know try and get it right first in camera and then you know boost it in post yeah www world wide web yeah that wasn't on my list but who what who's got what for w um i i've got white balance Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Another type of grading. Yeah, got to get your whites white, otherwise it just looks nasty. Again, that is, that is a really big thing to get right in camera on a shoe. Yeah. yeah. Like, filming <laughs> outside and you've got it on daylight, I mean, indoor white balance, it's going to look totally wrong with the same indoors. Yeah, your whole screen's blue, looks like you're underwater or you're in the sun. And it's, it, you can fix it to an extent, but it still looks really wrong and really weird. I'm trying to fix it, fix it in post. I think we've probably all been there when you rookie camera ops, you know, and you sort of trying things. And certainly it's easier now, I think, with white balancing because so many cameras have automatic white balancing and the white balancing is really good on auto. Whereas back in the day, you know, all the technology... You'd, you'd have to sort of do it, you know, hold a piece of paper up and, and set, you, set your white balance to that, you know, zoom in and... White, yeah, auto one is still a bit risky, though, isn't mm. it? Like, especially filming indoors and the light keeps changing outside, like the white balance when it's sunny is still different to when it's cloudy, and if it's sunny, cloudy, that still kind of changes a bit, and you do notice. So my W is widescreen. Ooh, Various... widescreen. Uh, frame size. You know, TVs used to be kind of square, four three. And most TVs now are sixteen nine ratio. Uh, a lot of films, cinema, are now two three five, which is really really wide. I thought you might go for a post production thing, David. Like me, I put wipe. 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 Old school effect, which is a transition, which means you get from one shot to another. Just a good wipe across the screen suggests it is what it is you know it just wipes across and then boom you're into your next shot yeah uh, main star was probably the biggest mainstream film that has wipes as a traditional <laughs> thing all for all the star wars films from 1970 old now school have wipes yeah it's a bit it's an old school transition but they still it? keep it in yeah they still it's, a... it's part of star wars identity yeah to have wipes from mm. one location to another no straight cut from planet to planet or whether it's whatever so you haven't got anything for x neither no. have i david have you got anything 
x-ray i can only think of those things that you have up as a kid you know in your room to help you learn the alphabet and mm. it's always like x-ray or indigo <laughs> Um, uh, kind of, on in Premiere, like Apple X, that is that. No, that's just is that copy. No, it's Apple C is copy and V is paste. I'm sure X does something. Is there a file type called like XEP or something? Yeah, there's X. It's like oh God, X. XMPP. Yeah, X. There's X XML. Yeah. XML. Yeah. XML. That's it. Yeah. Which yeah, a lot of Canon cameras do. Yeah. Scraping the barrel here, aren't we? Yeah, we got one in the end. That's, that's good. Team, XML is far top. Team, yes. Teamwork on that one. XML. <laughs> we covered X then. We can move on. Yo, 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 yo. Why? Um, YouTube? Yeah. Probably our biggest sort of um, social media platform, isn't it, that we use? Put all yeah. On there. It's great for the old Google search. Love a bit of YouTube. Of views. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> trillions and trillions of views. <laughs> Not. I cannot think of why I'm sending a real silly cheap one, which is yellow. Yellow. <laughs> yellow labeling in Premiere. There's <laughs> like various colors you can label files on the sequence. And, I, and yellow is the one that stands out the most when you. Color clips. <laughs> that is scraping the barrel. It's... Yellow, <laughs> tenuous link. Thanks. <laughs> and finally, Z. Well, I put zebras. Which are zebras not are not animals. We have them in your camera, so sadly, it's not a safari in the camera. <laughs> Although that would be fun. And um, they're like lines, um, kind of almost warning lines, and they show you when the light, <clears throat> the light is sort of peaking. But what that means is, is that the the whites are are overexposed, basically. So they go beyond. It's too bright. It's it's too bright. They go beyond the, the value that's in the camera. So you you lose start to lose all your detail from your image. So zebras are a great um, thing that you can just put on the display and just check. You've got a little bit of zebra in there, but not too much, so you're not blowing your shot out of um, detail. Sam? Uh, zip, as in a zip file, which you get a lot of on like WeTransfer when you're downloading files to and from clients and we're downloading files from them. They normally come in zip files to compress them, keep the file size uh, not too big. Yeah, it's yeah. a good one. Mm. Um, I'm going to use another keyboard shortcut. Oh, no, go on. Which is <laughs> Command or Apple Z is to undo. Oh, so it is use... such a handy tool, though. <laughs> when you need editing, you do like, damn it, I've done something wrong. Yeah, you, Control set, it, you set it to like Z. 50 undo, so you can keep going. Yeah, <laughs> that's back. it. Go back, go back, it's go back. It's also the same like on Photoshop, isn't it? Like, or even like Word and all those software. Control or like... Command Z. It's such it's a handy. Undo. It's go such a handy feature, isn't go it? Go back. Yeah. You need that. You do need a bit of undo. So there you have it. That's the A to the Z of our film and TV. So technology terminology that um, 
we hear all the time. Some good ones in there. So maybe not so good ones. I think Indiana Jones uh, was scraping the barrel and potentially Jaws uh, from David. I'm sure we'll think of some better ones when we finish recording, but that is uh, how it goes with a, a live podcast. But hope you've enjoyed it and um, tune in to our next show next time on Lights, Camera, Conversation. See you later. Bye-bye. Bye.